Good morning. Welcome to Friday Let's Talk. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's a privilege for us to have an opportunity again to open God's Word uh, with you. Uh, in the month of March, our goal is that Susan and I will be together uh, on these uh, mornings and to be able to just kind of talk back and forth about the scriptures that we've been reading, some things we've been getting out of our devotions or things that uh, we have been studying on our own and kind of do that together with you guys on a, on a Friday morning. Uh, this week... Um, has turned into craziness. Uh, she uh, just got back from uh, being over in St. Augustine with her sisters and her mom, and Rachel and Reagan came down, so they had a great time together. And so uh, this Friday morning, it's just going to be me, and so I want to talk with you out of the book of Matthew chapter 27. Uh, this is something that I've been reading in my devotions, and so as I was reading through the book of Matthew, a couple of things just jumped out uh, to me. So if you've got your Bible, you're going to kind of get to Matthew chapter 27. Uh, you have the crucifixion. So you have here Jesus' uh, last time on earth um, and his willingness to uh, sacrifice himself uh, for you and I. And I was reading down through here, um, Matthew chapter 27, you look in verse 32, that kind of starts the crucifixion scene. Uh, and so you got to, down to 38, the two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And they were passing, uh, waging their, you know, fingers and making comments and you destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days save yourself if you are the son of god come down from the cross and so also the chief priests and the scribes and the elders mocked him saying he saved others he cannot save himself he saved others and he cannot save himself as you think about those words as you look in your bible in matthew chapter 27, he saved others and he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross and we will believe in him. As those chief priests and elders were laughing, mocking, making their comments, I'm thinking that Jesus was saying, I can come down from this cross, but I choose not to. And that in my devotional time has really just been a powerful thought in my life. He had the power. He could have done it, but he chose not to. He chose not to defend himself. He chose not to be right. He chose not to exalt himself. He chose to humble himself, let them say whatever they were going to say, so that forgiveness would take place. So that you and I would be adopted into this family. So that you and I would have an opportunity to look at a life that had all of the capabilities to be right, but chose to humble himself. He saved others. He can't save himself. He saved others and he made a decision not to save himself so that others will be a part of his family. And if you keep on reading through there, you you have his last words, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And the bystanders hearing it. This man is called an Elijah, so they ran and got a sponge. And But what I thought was really interesting is you, you know, the curtain was torn. So I wonder as those, you know, chief priests and, uh, elders had mocked him, and the scribes, they went back and saw, man, the temple's, you know, veil is torn in two. 
Uh, I wonder if there was any confession then that he is a Messiah or is there brokenness? Have they said, man, we really have made a, a, you know, a really unwise word. We've hurt people. Uh, I don't know if that took place or not, but I, I know something that is true. Look at verse 54 when the centurion, so the one individual that didn't know about him, didn't have Old Testament, when the centurion and those who were with him keeping watch over Jesus saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, truly, this was the Son of God. So back in Matthew 27, if you go over there to 42, the ones that should have been aware, had Old Testament law, um, knew that there was a Messiah coming, they should have been saying, there's our Messiah. Look how he's making a decision to humble himself, become obedient to death, even death on a cross. They mocked, they ridiculed, they laughed. The centurion, who has now seen what has taken place, earthquake and, and the death of Jesus, and I'm not sure how many people he had watched die before, but something was different about this. Keeping watch over Jesus and the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with all. Truly, this was the Son of Man. Truly, this was the Son of God, I'm sorry. And so as you think about that today, what is it going to take place for in your life to say truly Jesus is the Son of God? Is it an earthquake? Is it just somebody sitting down and saying, here, let me talk to you about the gospel. Let me talk about what Jesus has done for you. Let me talk about Ephesians chapter 1 about being adopted. Let me talk to you about Colossians, about the supremacy of Christ in your life. And then you saying, you know what? That's really cool. The Word of God is saying this, and so I will choose this Jesus and so as you enter into a Friday and you walk in this work day and as you finish your week, finish strong, coming back to the fact that Jesus is the Son of God, that he is the Messiah, that he is a Savior, that there's forgiveness in his name and there's power in his name. As you walk this Friday leading into the weekend, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Again, thank you for joining us for Let's Talk. Let's close in prayer together. Father, thank you for what you're doing in our, in our family. I thank you that the Word of God is alive. And thank you that you left Matthew some things for us to be pondering today. And so, uh, God, in, in, the, in, a, in a world that is ridiculing Jesus, may we run to him, may we choose him, may we say yes to him. And whatever the circumstances are going on in our life, Jesus, would you draw us to a place that we're in awe of who you are. May the circumstances say, yes, he's my Savior, he's my Messiah, he's the one I choose, and that there's power in your name. So thank you, Jesus, for your word, for this new day. We're asking for your strength, your wisdom, your power, because we long to be a light into a broken world. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.